2: so we got the first one off the board and we've got the potential of a big time move at quarterback for one franchise we'll get into all that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now it's two pros and a cup of joe Fox Sports Radio LeVar Arrington Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning we appreciate you doing so we'll take you all the way up till the end of the hour 9 a.m. Eastern time 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, so the first coaching name off the board, there's a lot of vacancies, uh, and uh, the first one is gone. It's been filled. The Denver Broncos making the announcement earlier, uh, and this is being uh, reported by several outlets, that Nathaniel Hackett is being named the head coach in Denver. Uh, the Broncos hire the former Packers offensive coordinator uh, to be their new head coach, taking over for Vic Fangio, who was there for three seasons. Uh, so now the speculation uh, gets going as to what Impact that has on Aaron Rodgers and uh, his destination with him and Nathaniel Hackett being close, uh, and then we also have another uh, notable situation at quarterback in the NFL. Uh, it was uh, Giants owner John Mara. I mean, are we going to get a round of applause? I finally um, got it I'm right just after going on, just hours. Listen, I'm, I'm waiting again. You. Yeah. It's Mara. Mara, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Did you yeah, hear Berto? Uh, oh, all right, yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, but it is uh, the Giants in the news after he comes out. The owner uh, sticking up for his quarterback. Uh, Daniel. What was Jones, the owner's name? Uh, John Mara. Oh, okay, there we go. All right, listen, there's that. Uh, So John Mara sticking up for Daniel Jones, saying they need to do more to surround uh, Daniel Jones and try and help him out. Uh, He also mentioned uh, the Deshaun Watson potential, making a move for Deshaun Watson, said not happening, listed uh, salary cap reasons, but also the situation going on behind the scenes with Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, this seems like, well, I guess they're just going to roll out uh, Daniel Jones, no matter who their uh, head coach is, they're just going to roll out Daniel Jones, and he's going to be there guy next year brady quinn we're good here everything's solved
1: yeah i i do think uh there's one there's one thing that could roll back or maybe somehow put the toothpaste back into the tube and that would be what if you could take your two top 10 picks and you could trade for a guy like russell wilson where we know there's a desire to get out of seattle he wouldn't have floated or his agent wouldn't have floated what was floated out there last offseason and we know Pete Carroll and John Schneider are back, so now it comes down to, and they can say, "Hey, you know, we're not going to move on from this guy all they want." But if there's a desire on his side of things, hmm. what what if the New York Giants offer him those two top ten picks in a year where, you know, look, maybe they, you know, in exchange it's Daniel Jones too, um, and and you've got you know a, a potential quarterback, you've got some top ten draft picks, you could take another one if you want, or build on that roster. I mean, Seattle's another another team that if you move on from Russell Wilson, or if you really look where this team is at, they've got some pieces, but there's a fair amount of rebuilding to do. Their defense has been awful. They finally moved on from Ken Norton Jr. Uh, Bobby Wagner is still there, but there's some speculation as to whether or not he'll be back. And those are really the last two pieces, Russell and Bobby Wagner from you know, the, their Super Bowl winning slash back-to-back years going to Super Bowls. And if you move on from those pieces... You're essentially rebuilding, so I I do wonder if there's a little thought or motivation on the side of the Seahawks. We know there is from the side of Russ, but the Giants are that team with draft capital to make that sort of move to make it happen. And if you bring in an offensive-minded coach like a Brian Dable, and look what he's done with Josh Allen, imagine what he could do with Russ. And imagine you know there's all this you know talk about the offensive line and. You know, people talking about what they're going to do there. Well, Russell has been played probably behind worse offensive lines throughout his career. I mean, it immediately makes you an NFC East division contender, a playoff contender, with all the talent that's around that quarterback spot. So, it sounds all good when, when you listen to what John Mayer is saying, but that's why in the NFL, you know, you seldom hear people use the you know, words never and always, because if that opportunity presents itself – if you're the Giants, if you're John Mayer, how could you turn that down? How could, how could you say no to that? And if you pass up this offseason and Russell Wilson moves somewhere else, moves on, and then after this year the Giants decide that, well, maybe Daniel Jones isn't the guy, let's go back in the draft, you just missed out on getting a guy who's won a Super Bowl. I mean, it just, it, to, to me, I think if that opportunity presents itself with everything that John Mayer has done where I think he pulled a 180 from the disappointment he explained – You know, David Gettleman resigning, keeping Joe Judge, and they kind of backtracked off that. Well, now they're in a much better spot. You got Joe Shane as the GM candidate, or excuse me, GM. You got potential, uh, you know, one of the hotter head coaching candidates coming in that's going to revive this team, at least offensively. And and now you've got the potential chance to get a franchise quarterback who it's not like he's in his late 30s. Russell Wilson still has a lot of good football left in him. I I just think if that scenario played itself out – You'd have to walk back the, the, every all, all the comments he said kind of in defense of Daniel Jones. Would you not?
0: Well, well that's why I was oofing during, during the, the, the statement. I mean, it, it, are they committed to Daniel Jones or not? And, and, and the first thing I started to think just listening to you right now is I wonder whose decision it was to bench him at the end of the year and, and go in a different direction altogether uh, until the season's end were you preserving him or were you moving on from him? And 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 if I'm looking at Joe Judge, of course he would have to be looking at it as I'm moving on from him because you're not having a level of success as a head coach and you knew that, that things were looming if, if you didn't have success with Daniel Jones. And it turned out to be, you know, correct. So where you're at right now, whoever it is that comes into this, this job – You've already seen Daniel Jones in so many ways, regardless of what John Mara says. In so many ways, your quarterback is one of the main reasons why this team is is not playing or doing better. I mean, it, it just is what it is, regardless of if it's because the team hasn't been able to live up to the expectation or the standard of developing him when they get him. They haven't had much time. What? How, how many years did Joe Judge get? What, one? Two? Two. Two years. All right. And then the, the coach before him, how many did he get? One,
2: two. That was, uh, oh God, uh, who's the, um, uh, the coach before I, I, I he forget. got two
0: years. I, I believe he, it, it wasn't long. Was it Shermer?
2: And then Shermer. Uh, before him was Ben McAdoo who got a couple of years. It, yeah.
0: McAdoo didn't get a long time either. No. So, so the idea of it is, is okay. If I take this job in New York, Daniel Jones is not giving me very much runway. So you got to believe that, that there's not a coach that's coming in that's like, yeah, I can salvage this with Daniel Jones. Let's, let's make this work. you got to be looking at what can I do or what can this team do to put me in the best situation to improve this team as quickly as possible because regardless of what the ownership is saying, you see what happens when they feel embarrassed. And if they find themselves in an embarrassing situation, they're going to act on that. And if they're going to act on it, I'm going to want who I want in at that position in particular if I'm going to take that job. So I wonder what that conversation looks like with the possible coaching candidates and lead candidates in terms of entertaining the conversation of if it's Russell Wilson. If you're not entertaining Deshaun Watson, then why not entertain the Russell Wilson opportunity?
1: Well, again, if it's there, there's a lot of working parts, right? Um, And and who knows how that'll transpire, but you got to hire the head coach. And and I I wonder if – and Brian Dable has been reportedly been the hot name that people are talking about, but he's been looked at for two jobs, Miami as well as the New York Giants. And if he's deciding between both, I I do – I'd be curious to see if behind closed doors the conversation is, yeah, Daniel Jones is going to be your quarterback for year one. And, and then if things don't work out, you know, after you evaluate it for a year, you can go another direction. Whereas in Miami, it's Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And why is that significant? Do you remember when Tua came in to help Alabama win a national championship, yep. who the play caller was? Yep. Brian Dable. Yep. So there's familiarity there mm. as opposed to, maybe a question mark and that could be good or bad right it's like the mystery box and family guy like you can have a boat or you can have the mystery box like and it's too enticing like i don't know it could be anything in the mystery box could be a boat right right clearly you guys haven't seen family guy but no. th- the point is this I was is-
0: thinking family uh what what was the other one Wheel of Fort? not will Fortune. family what, what? feud not family feud yeah. what's the one? come on down <laughs> one Oh. Behind door number family one. Family Matters? No, no, never mind. No, okay. The price is right. The yeah, price is right. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't watch Family, is, is, family the Guy. The point is this away. is, in one case, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into and because you've been with the player before, you've coached him before. And in another case with, with Daniel Jones, maybe he's the guy, maybe not. But the mystery is that it could, it could end up being someone like a Russell Wilson. But it doesn't sound like that's the direction their owner wants to go. So, I, I mean, and that's the hard thing is I think there's a chance that they would end up missing out on it. And, and then that doesn't make it look like as an attractive of a job, does it? I mean, you're going to be tied to the quarterback in, in either instance.
0: I don't think it's attractive to go in there and have Daniel Jones. I, I feel yeah. like it's sad to say that because I understand. I, if there's anyone that can, can understand what Daniel Jones has gone through in terms of a player, I had more head coaches than years in the league at one point. And I had a defensive coordinator, a different one. For the first three years, I had a different defensive coordinator. I finally had one for more than one year. And then he was gone after two years. I never had a defensive coordinator or a coach for more than two years in my entire NFL career. So I can sympathize with where Daniel Jones is in his career and how that can impact your success and your development in in the game. But with that being said, woe is me. You know, the idea of that is that's fine and that's all good, but I'm not trying to be victimized by your, you know, your circumstances. And it seems to have already been a part of other coaches that have come there to coach. I don't want that. That's I, I, just, I just don't want that. If I'm a coach coming in, I do not want to try to salvage it with Daniel Jones. So now the idea of it is who who's out there, Who can we bring in? What's feasible?
2: I mean, do you think Joe Shane got the uh, memo from Giants ownership that uh, hey, you're going to be stuck here with Daniel Jones? That's going to be your guy moving forward. Because, or maybe that
0: was the selling point: I, I is mean, that they can make it work with Daniel Jones. Uh, I think that ship is sailed.
2: I, look, I, if it were up to me and our Brian Dayball, I'd rather go to Miami and work with Tua because not that you know Tua's got you know a higher ceiling than Daniel Jones. We just I think there's more untapped potential. What we've seen from Daniel Jones, he turns the ball over way too much. He's got This weird neck injury that he went through last season, to where you know it was reported as a strain, but now he had to go on IR, and now he's gonna you know rehab, but he should be back in time for August. Which I don't know. I feel like I've strained my neck before. It doesn't take seven months for a neck strain to heal. Uh, I I just it feels like you're kind of. Tying the head coach or the GM to what you're adamant about in a press conference in January, that that you're tying them up for a year when you've proven over the past three coaching regimes you get two years or less, and if you don't perform, you're out of here. It just feels like that's a tough spot for whoever's going to take that gig. I don't
1: know. Uh, I I, I think it's a tough spot if they feel beholden to Daniel Jones. And I get it. They made the investment. They feel like they've botched how it's gone. But, I mean, Levar hit the nail on the head. He's consistently shown an inability to take care of the football, whether that's through interceptions or fumbles. I mean, it's just it's, it's been the thing. And, and look, coming in to the NFL, that wasn't like a knock on him. It wasn't like he was a guy you're concerned about ball security. I mean, one of the, the pros about him was he's a smart you know, player. He, he can run an NFL system. He's athletic enough. He can move around. We've seen that from time to time. You know, he was well coached. Um, You know, coming from their system there at Duke, it was was everything like but kind of at least the the turnover thing. I mean, that was something that was a knock on Jameis Winston. And we saw it rear its ugly head, but, you know, after watching what he looked like with the Saints last year, it seems like he's got that under control. He showed growth maybe too late for other people to buy into that. But that's the concern with Daniel Jones is, is he just kind of revealing to you what he is regardless of all the things around him? Or do you ultimately believe like that it's just it takes the right coach to be able to make it work? Maybe that is the case, but I think you've got a much better idea of what he is, and if that's the case, then you've got to start looking up to go make a big home run swing of a move and try to find someone like a Russell Wilson.
0: It's, uh... The mystery box is funny as hell, by the way. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> you
0: I mean, I appreciate by way, your – your yeah, quickness in sending uh, a reference point—I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's an amazing skit. Anyone who's watched Fox, watched Family Guy, uh, it's it's one of the best shows. But yeah, uh, it
2: is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Mom. Sports Radio. Mommy. Uh, Mama. Uh, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Jonas. Brought to you uh, by Jonas. Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S. based representatives available twenty four seven. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, coming up next, uh, there's a, a star player in the NFL who had some things to say about a former coach. Uh, is this not a good look for this former coach, or is this much to do about nothing? We'll get into Jonas. that for you right here. On Jonas. Star. Yeah. Jonas. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros at a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Levar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming I need up, you guys uh, to
0: encourage me, man. Uh, what's that? I need you guys to encourage me. What? I'm happened? feeling down right now. Why? Why? Oh, thanks, Berto. Thank, thank, thank you, Berto, for making it worse. I, I, you know, I just took the entire break to try to do a, a read. I feel like I can't read. Well. I feel like I can't read. <laughs> listen,
2: listen. I I don't know how to pronounce Mara. So I mean, what do you want from me? I don't. You know, it's like uh, it happens. I, you yeah. know, everybody's got a got a glitch. I don't you know. know. You
0: can't do one take, Jonas anymore. You have to retire that line because you know I feel really I feel really horribly bad about myself right now.
2: Oh, listen, uh, Look, I feel it, really bad. Look, you know we're we're, <laughs> okay, we're broadcast professionals. Why you know? is Berto laughing at me? It's not I funny. Know. I feel really bad. Well, let's like, just, why can I not read a read? All right, let's just let's just uh <laughs> let's let's build each other up here. Here's all right. Okay, what thanks. what is Please. what is something that you what is something you struggle with uh when it comes Reading, to saying reads. a word? All right, so reads. Oh, um, I don't
1: even want to say the word that I struggle with.
2: I, I struggle mm-hmm. with Rs and Ws together. Uh so we're like Russell Westbrook. If I try and say that fast or rivalry fast, week. Yeah. Uh, Double w, yeah, W. It, it, it's w. not over. working
1: in LA by the way. Yeah, it's yeah, not Westbrook. not very well. As well
0: as I guess he can say it. And yeah. I struggle long. with all of it. You okay. know, I think
2: the words you know what it is?
0: When I first start reading it, when I do my reads, it, it's like the fish are swimming all together in, in, in one like organized uh, school of fish and then as I move through it, they scatter. And I start the words start going everywhere. (laughs) And and, and it's because it's like the timing of it. Right. If I could read it slow, if I could read like I was reading to like uh, kindergarten class, I'd be fine. But it's because I have to try to make it within the time frame and you got to read it almost like a machine.
2: I can't
1: read like that. Yeah.
2: Well listen. It's not good I mean, for uh, me. You don't Brady, what is your glitch? What is your uh your your pronunciation? Yeah. Thanks, Berto. Glitch? You, you I think it's really hard to on.
1: pronounce the word particular. Like I, sometimes hmm. it doesn't come out right. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like that word I've, I've like I've literally in my head <laughs> been talking either on radio or on TV and I'd been like, uh no, find another word. Find a synonymous <laughs> find <another> word. word. <laughs> Do not say particular. It's just sometimes I you know what it helps to actually look at the phonetical pronunciation on it, and then I just kind of sound it out through, almost like a, a name, like John Mara, for example, or yeah. huh. Joe Schoen, right. um, which is not that, right? It's Shane. It looks like it's Shown, yeah. but it's actually pronounced Shane, uh, which is extremely Irish. But a lot of people, and especially when he was down in Miami, like I remember... Seeing Joe and even at the with the Buffalo Bills and seeing him and being like, oh, I always thought I was shown, but they're like, no, it's Shane. I'm like, it does not look like it should be pronounced that way for how it's spelled,
2: but that's mm, all well, it listen, is. Listen, everybody's got a uh, hey, Levar, man. Everybody's got something, you know. It's all right. Well, We're I appreciate.
0: It. Thanks, thanks, Jonas. Yeah, for for as hard as I am on you in this moment, thank you very much,
2: hey, bro. Hey, you know, that's the least I could do, man. You
0: know, Berto, you know. Berto's in my doghouse.
2: Sorry, right, man. Listen, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I I got problems making pan- pancakes sometimes. So there you go. Oh, by, by the oh, way, okay. dog. <laughs> house up. <laughs> yeah that's a comp okay. that is a that's yeah. a yeah, fair that's a comp, comp was to, there uh, something else behind is. that uh yeah i don't know uh, all right um two pros and a cup of joe fox <laughs> sports radio we all got problems I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's we, cool. we, we do we all do broadcast no, no
0: sympathies here uh, you know, we all got problems
2: broad, broad okay. broadcast professionals here on fsr yeah. okay. um, now um you know, Jamar Chase, who's uh, just a phenomenal talent, uh, really, really good wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. They've got a big AFC championship matchup with the Chiefs this weekend. And, uh, you know, he talked about sort of his journey, and he talked about, uh, you know, how he became so good at his current position. Uh, And he pointed out that, um, you know, former LSU coach Les Miles, who ended up not playing for because Miles was gone by the time he ended up deciding to go to LSU, um, he told a story about about uh, LSU uh, former coach Les Miles and his thought on Jamar Chase coming out of high school.
0: Les Miles told me I couldn't play receiver uh, when I was coming out of high school. So, you know, that was something I had on my shoulders growing up. Les Miles told me uh, he thought I could play cornerback. Um, I wasn't really in full position at receiver yet. So, you know, I just kept working in my craft uh, offseason, waking up early in the mornings to work out. Um, I just kept focused
2: and now of course uh, people got a hold of this one Brady Quinn and it was uh, you know well less miles what did he know Jamar Chase proved him wrong but um I don't know. This is kind of uh, not that not that big of a deal, correct? Uh, when uh, switching positions coming out of high school into college football at this point.
1: Well, a, a lot of guys play both ways in high school, right? Because they're the best athlete on their team, or sometimes they'll play quarterback, and and they're not going to be that at the next level. So that that happens fairly often. I think the more interesting story about Jamar Chase because he ends up being a you know a Blitnikoff winner, which is the best wide receiver uh, most years. I'm not I'm mean, not taking anything away from his past year, <laughs> but. Um, well, You know, he's a Blitnikoff winner, won a national championship at LSU. Dude, he originally committed to Kansas back in 2017. Like, his path, whether it was, you know, less Miles at LSU telling him he couldn't play wide receiver or even initially, like, committing to go play for Kansas back when Dave Beatty was the head coach in 2017. Like, that's one of the crazier things to me is why he he wanted to commit that early in his recruitment and to go there of all places. Then he committed to Florida after he decommitted from Kansas and realized, hold on a second, I could probably play at a higher level. He commits to Florida uh, later on that same year in 2017. And then after being committed for, I don't know, three or four months, whatever it was, he ends up decommitting and uh, ends up continuing his recruitment before finally committing to uh, LSU and then signing on National Signing Day, which, which is coming up here in, in the beginning of February. So I think the more interesting thing is just how, like, imagine if he didn't go to LSU. Imagine if he didn't partner up with Joe Burrow. Imagine all those things – and how the ripple effect that it's played on his career, where I can guarantee you, Joe Burrow was advocating for the Bengals drafting him where they did, and teaming up with them again. If he goes to Kansas, that, that none of this ever happens, probably. Yeah,
2: maybe he thought uh, Kansas was offering him a basketball scholarship, and he got or, confused or, and or said, "All right, bag. I got to get out of here." Yeah. <laughs> or or a bag? Or, 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 what do you mean by a bag, Levar? I don't do you know. I that? don't know. <laughs> what about can I ask you this question? Because I feel like Levar may know the
1: answer. Because this never happened to me. Like, no one walked, walked into my <laughs> household and was like, hey, here's a bag. All right? it wasn't, or like, a blue bag.
2: Chips. <laughs>
1: yeah, or a tractor. If, if you get a bag, like, let's say, let's just say theoretically, or, excuse me, hypothetically, <laughs> yep. Kansas did give him a bag. Yep. If you decommit and go somewhere, do you have to give it back? Or, or do you get to keep it? Because now, like, they're, you know, they'd be, you'd be blowing a whistle on them, right?
0: There's two ways of looking at it. Some people get offered it and take it. And make the commitment and decommit, and I'm not. I've never heard what the outcome of that would be, but I've never heard of it coming out that somebody got paid and didn't go. That's what I will say. Mm-hmm. I, I now for for my scenario when I was coming out, I was offered a nice, nice, nice because I I wasn't you know I didn't I, I didn't grow up poor, so I wasn't motive. My motivation wasn't by money. But I, nonetheless, was entertained by one school in particular, and they said I could play both sports, hmm. which was at a, at a moment in time I wanted to play basketball as well in, in college. Um, and they offered me nice living quarters. Um,
2: what school is this?
0: A job, a job for my mom because my dad's retired, uh, and 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 a nice a nice paycheck basically. Um monthly for being there. Man, and I, I mean it was
2: legit. How about West West Virginia stepping up like that, huh? Um, whatever the school
0: was that did it, it wasn't attractive enough for me to make the decision to go there. Is what I'll say. So I did not take the advance I did not entertain taking the advance. So yeah. I would assume more often than not, guys, if you, they're not really going to go, they're probably not going to to take the money to begin man,
2: with. I, du- I felt du- like
0: Duquesne it was kind of messed
1: up. Like I didn't get any of those sorts of like bag offers. or I, I'm just saying, I felt like it was kind of messed up, you know?
0: I've, I don't been, know. Maybe they just like – maybe it was your parents might have thrown it off, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. this yeah. is like Jack. culturally drink uh, driven night. Like, you know, it's like, oh – you know, LeVar's from <laughs> Hey,
1: sounds, sounds racist you know? to me. It's yeah, awesome. I agree. You can hit the <laughs> button. Yeah, I agree. You can hit the yeah. button yeah. for you sure. Race. Yeah, you know what, Brady? I, I thought I that. Think. Hey, Brady, just I didn't Just because get... I was wearing
2: Timberlands it, and some it, jeans. It's yeah. just racist. Probably Chico jeans, though. whatever it was. Yeah, they – they, Or they, prejudice. Yeah, yeah.
1: Prejudice.
2: They, they didn't give me a bag when I was working at TGI Fridays. I hear you, Brady. sounds like some racist stuff to me. Yes, unbelievable. I'm just
0: keeping it real. They saw Brady flash that million-dollar smile. They're like, his smile's a million-dollar smile. We're only offering half a million. We ain't, we ain't got enough. You know, they just, yeah, it wasn't that they didn't want to offer you. It's just, they didn't think that they'd have enough to offer.
1: I mean, my mom that? probably would have slapped the crap out of someone, even if they tried though. <laughs> like that's how mama Quinn rolls. Like she was, she is by the book through and through, like you're going to hell. You accept that. All right. Well, I mean, so it, it wasn't, they probably looked at her. They yeah. probably, they probably looked at my mom or like, yeah, we're not messing with Mrs. Quinn. Like, you don't you want to know. I that. never
0: met him. Brady. I never met them. It was a dude that offered it. He was not he he was loosely we'll He's say associated yeah. he was loosely associated with the program, so I had never even met them. They didn't know my family they didn't know me <laughs> other than what i was what I was you we, know my 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 highlight which is, VHS cassette,
2: which is crazy because Duquesne is in the city. So the fact that you never met anybody from there was was nuts that that happened. Yeah, like that. wasn't anybody in Pittsburgh? No, just wonder, yeah. You know, is there, what state was it in? Just off the air, you know, just we're not on the air right now. Like what state? Like where where did this happen? This
0: uh, school? Um, you it was in that one area. Okay, very
2: good. That's that's good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. You t- give it, us a region. Yeah, it was Tijuana. You give us a region. It was Tijuana State. Uh, very good. That I'll is. Tell uh, you, was it I mean, like southeastern
1: United States? Was it West Coast? Was it northeast? Yeah, midwest?
2: What are we talking about here, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll just say they have good barbecue there, and I, that's that's the <laughs> only hint that I'm gonna give you. Ooh. Uh, that's the only hint I'm gonna
1: give you. Okay. Yeah, but that's right. I mean that could be a that's lot of That's broad, places. right? Of yeah, course, yeah, I don't want it to well be narrow. Done.
2: Yeah. Very Thank good. you. Well done. Uh, all right, it is. I mean, really
1: good barbecue. Well uh, right, Kansas, good. Kansas City's got great
2: barbecue. <laughs> they do. Lawrence, Kansas <laughs> so, is too so far from so that. So is Alabama. Uh, you know what?
1: There is a place though. Yeah, Alabama's got Dreamland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's South
1: Memphis. though. I mean, maybe Tennessee. Pretty, how, about, uh,
2: how about Troy offering LeVar that bag, though? I mean, uh, Troy, you know. The, Troy uh, who? You know, Troy at uh, college in Alabama, you know, just saying.
0: Like, oh, Troy we, the college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, Troy's I never there. heard of that.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. We've got the BQ News coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on FSR. Um, this is interesting. A uh, little uh, trip down memory lane. Mike Singletary, uh, the Hall of Famer, a uh, former coach of the San Francisco 49ers, uh, was talking with Dan Pompey of the Athletic. Athletic, and he said that... Um the 49ers and their front office was on the verge of making a deal for Ben Roethlisberger and this was back in uh, 2009 but uh, that it was Mike Singletary who uh, shot down the potential trade uh, telling them that uh, quote I'd been telling the team that I wanted a team of character I felt I had to be true to that and that was because Ben was going through uh, the the sexual assault uh, lawsuit that took place in Lake Tahoe at the time so there was all that that was happening around ben roethlisberger uh but then uh mike singletary made sure to follow up with but if i could do it again i'd do it differently so uh there's that upon further review uh yeah that was a rough rough uh, issue at the time but uh now that i look back on it i would have liked to have had ben roethlisberger as my quarterback so there's that interesting interesting from uh, mike singletary.
1: that is an odd tidbit that would come out <laughs> you know like w- why is <laughs> Why is this coming out now? Because <laughs> it's probably Ben's last year, and it, you we're saying, what if? What if you would have been a 49er?
2: I, I just.
1: I, I, and, well, and what year did this occur? 09. Uh, so this is after he'd won, is it both? That's when he went eight and eight. He won. Yeah,
2: he'd already won his Super Bowls.
0: He already won both. What? Though, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. He had already won his Super Bowls. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Ben. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say because Mike Cause, didn't cause won no Super Bowls.
1: Like my mind goes to okay, would he have? Would he have won one with the Forty ers Like would he have? Because he hasn't obviously since. And so that's where my mind goes to, and I kind of think to myself like, yeah.
0: In '09, <laughs> he was at 500. In 2010, he was at 33. And then he coached the Who Memphis are you talking Express. About right now? Mike Singletary. Oh, no, I'm trying to not.
1: I, I know I, that. I'm saying if you get Ben though to San Francisco, no. Through that time period, they went to a Super Bowl in 2012. Like Alex yeah. Smith, when Harbaugh got there, kind of turned it around. Oh, you know if they had two? him
0: with Alex Smith, okay. Because I'm still staying stuck on Mike Singletary. He's just never been. I think he coached a high school, like maybe a year or so ago. And or maybe two years ago, and they didn't win a game or something to that effect. And he got—he's not. I just don't think his his greatness as as a player. I don't think has translated into him as as a coach.
2: It, That's no, what I was. Saying. Had well, they had they made the move? I mean, think about it like this: Alex Smith is probably gone, and yeah. and it, it took Jim Harbaugh, and and I don't even know if we're going to see that ever again. A guy getting you know getting that many coaching changes, that many offensive coordinators ends up turning his career around and becomes a really good quarterback. There's no Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick doesn't get drafted if Ben's there, um, and yeah, I mean, you know who knows? Like, I I think that changes the course of a lot of things, and then you wonder what would happen to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So what you're
0: saying is there's no. Netflix special Colin Kaepernick or no no, st- no, no, no social injustice no, situations no, that there take place no, sure, no deal.
1: <laughs> there's for sure a domino effect that would have would have taken place I mean that's why I'm pointing out like it would have been really interesting to see a if they would have been able to win one with Ben and how you know maybe would have changed the fortune of Mike Singletary who knows and but also that division Pittsburgh, I mean
2: uh, uh, does Seattle uh, that division I mean what 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 happens I mean th- those Seattle matchups I mean who knows how that would have gone like that would have uh, but Look, I I think.
0: I Back mean, then, we know how that would have gone.
2: How, at, at what point? Because there's a lot of conversation because it just happened between uh, Brady and Rodgers and and their futures. Who do you think's the first quarterback to announce their retirement this offseason, If you got a pick, all right, is it Rodgers? Ben. Is it Ben? Is it Brady? Who do you think does it first? Ben. You think he does it first?
0: Easily. Huh.
2: I don't know. I feel, feel like the Shit. other two are going to make a move pretty quick. Ben, Ben's going to let this linger a little bit and try and space his out from the other guys. Nah. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, nah. um, all right. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Up next, we put a bow on this bad boy. It's the BQ News, and it's yours right here the on FSR. News. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific.
1: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex Wherever you get your podcasts.
0: See that's what you call a snare. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a snare lamp.
2: That's a good point. Uh-huh. Brady taught me that. Yeah. It's uh two pros and a cup of joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. We are gonna have the BQ news coming up here momentarily. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxsportsRadio.com after we are done. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow for a uh, a football Friday as we had in a Conference Championship Sunday in the NFL, all sorts of shenanigans. Uh right now, though, it is time for something we do every single day at this time, and it's called this. No, 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 no. News. Turn on the- Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. All right, BQ. Let's go.
1: Go. We got an interesting wedding story between a bride and her father. And in, in this one, there's a lot to unwrap, Uh-oh. a lot to untangle here. Um, so, so the bride to be, uh, she's she's fuming right now. All right, and she's extremely upset with her father, who, well, she's she's got a tough relationship with. He wasn't really in a portion of her life, but since she's gotten engaged she had asked him to you know be a part of the ceremony a part of the wedding um and there was you know a few concessions um you know they're having a non-religious ceremony however the father asked if he could say a prayer at the event which they obliged the the father's also paying a generous portion of her wedding expenses but she was most upset after it was all said and done with the wedding because Her father, uh, he he wore jeans. He wore jeans to the wedding, and that is why this is getting a lot of run uh, because she clearly put, clearly put on the wedding invite a certain uh, dress code, and her father did not abide by it. Now, again, but he um, paid for it. He paid for a good portion of it. Yes. Okay. All
2: right. So there is that uh,
0: bad boy with overalls on and a piece of straw hanging out my mouth. I
2: agree. Uh, yeah. Come on!
0: You respect me.
2: You guys, I, are, I, you ever shown up to a wedding in jeans? I have. Why not? I can't. Um,
0: I, I can. Yes, I have actually. Yeah. It was a beach. It was a beach wedding. It was a
2: beach oh, wedding. okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. Mine was nowhere close sense. to a beach, but yeah, I just said you know, screw it. I I, I don't have any. Uh, I'm not TMZ going to the dry cleaners there. and uh, yeah. just go. Yeah, jeans. Okay. Well, they're shirt.
1: also. Um, There also was some uh, some contested uh, commentary too. The the bride talks about a a discussion that the her fiance had with her father. It goes uh, something like this: My my fiance and I got engaged last Christmas. As soon as we announced it, my dad took him aside and he told him it was tradition to ask the father for the father's hand, or excuse me, after the father for her hand in marriage before getting engaged. Well, her her fiance responded. Yeah, well, I think we can agree that your relationship with your daughter is not all that traditional. <laughs> oh, wow. Given that he was really not a part of her life for a period of time, even though he's trying to make up for it by paying for the wedding and all that. So, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, well. That sounds really confusing because you ain't going to just talk to me any old kind of way, treat me any old kind of way, and I'm using my, my cash. I'm sorry.
2: I mean, yeah, but if he, he's not around, and he's a kind of absentee, but then shows up with a credit card and says, uh, hey, listen, treat me with respect. He yeah, was a like, loser. On, man.
0: And then wow. you start, <laughs> yeah, well, then just keep being a loser. Don't try to fix it now. Yeah, I agree. You know, just keep being a loser. Be consistently who yep. you're supposed to be. Yeah. All right, go did ahead. Did
2: say what kind of jeans he was wearing? Was he wearing like Wrangler? The <laughs> it, did, it did not it did not say the brand uh, of I've jeans, of but it is it that it is a change. valid point
1: because jeans are expensive. They are. I mean, yeah, they are. I mean, if you got a $300 pair of jeans on, it's like that's probably just as much as some dress pants, right? You guys that's remember right. You
2: guys remember Kmart, right? I think, like, the last yeah. one closed up. But Kmart, uh, they had, uh, it was Britannia were the uh, Kmart jeans back in the day. And oh. those were absolutely atrocious. I, I wonder mean, if his jeans were G8. stonewashed. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I- point. <laughs> what
1: does that even mean they're more faded a little bit yeah. like stonewashed yeah.
2: jeans are like
0: they have this weirder look they don't look like crisp and like blue jeanish they're like stonewashed looks like
2: it's, you went painting in them almost yeah, yeah, little, kinda little like weird
0: i, I don't want to say it because i haven't done my um training so yeah. i might say the wrong thing so um,
1: let's <laughs> be, be careful, careful. Time, yeah, be careful. after doing our, our training down. you got to be really careful um, <laughs> all right moving on last story last story uh, a self-proclaimed time traveler. This is why I don't get on TikTok and these sorts of things. Uh, who claims to be living in 2028 has shared his proof that he has been alone in a post-apocalyptic world for 340 days. Uh, his name Javier. Uh, he shares these claims on TikTok, and he says he's living in the future, and he proclaims that there are no humans left. And he's reportedly living in Spain, and many of his yeah. videos show this deserted streets with buildings and cars still in place. Um, Javier's got 6.6 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. So, I mean, so far, you know, when he posts these videos, it, it looks like the deserted scenes in Valencia. I believe that's what they think it is, but... Yeah. It's kind
2: of crazy. I'm Maybe just, people are dumb. Can I just throw this out there? Can I can I throw this <laughs> out there? And I'm people not. Are dumb. Can I throw this out there? And I'm not trying to to be rude or anything like that. But I think Javier might be a drug addict. Like I, I just I feel I feel like Javier's got some problems. All I
0: right? mean, we just figured it out. People are dumb. He's got over six million followers. He's dumb, and there's six million dummies following him. I, I mean, <laughs> they dumb you know, together.
2: Listen, there there are a lot 6 of weird million people and out one. There. Yeah, sorry,
0: dumb. Uh, you yeah, dummies. Yeah, but at 6 least at least, dummies.
2: at least Baker Mayfield's out. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com.